Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing good. We're going to be, uh, actually in a week we'll be back from Disney World. Well, that's sad. It is. <laughs> we didn't even it? leave yet. We haven't left. And I'm already looking forward to our return. I know, geez. How are, how are you today? I'm all right. Excellent. Do we have a lot of news? Um, yeah, sure. All right. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog. Disneyland Paris is going to reopen starting June 17th. They are. That is good news. They've been closed for a while. They were supposed to reopen in February, and then it got pushed to April, and then it got pushed to no opening date. Wow. Uh, but they have announced that the uh, Disneyland Paris will open up on June 17th, uh, and that will be Disneyland Park and Walt Disney Studios Park. Um, Walt Disney Studios is going to have a, a new addition to it, the Cars Road Trip is coming, and that is uh, where you step into the world of cars and take a road trip along Route 66 where you see uh, natural wonders like the world's largest lug nut and Cars Catastrophe Canyon, which is pretty much Catastrophe Canyon from Hollywood Studios in Florida. Right. Just themed to cars. Uh, you'll also see characters like Lightning McQueen and Mater uh, along for the ride. And then in June... Uh, they are going to be opening Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, which is a four-star uh, four four hotel, uh, and it's uh, styled as an art gallery. It is the largest uh, collection of Marvel art outside of the United States. Cool. Um, so they've got a lot of Marvel stuff in there. This used to be the Hotel New York, mm -hmm. um, but then they just decided to retheme it, The Art of Marvel, because so many Marvel stories take place in New York. Right. Uh, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Fantastic Four, right. Daredevil. Um, so, it, you know, it's just it a fits. good marriage of intellectual properties like right. Disney's doing all these days anyway. Um, for other resorts, uh, let's see. The Newport Bay Club opens on June 17th. The Hotel New York, Art of Marvel on June 21st. Hotel Cheyenne on July 1st. And Disney's Davy Crockett Ranch on July 13th. Cool. And that is, of course, all based on the fact that they do not have another outbreak. Right. Yeah. Contingent. Right. Okay. In California, the Foodie Guide to the Avengers Campus is out. That's right. Uh, big deal here. Avengers Campus opening on June 4th. And, uh, you know, they've got the items in now for the PIM Test Kitchen featuring Impossible Foods, which will be uh, available via mobile order. And in this restaurant, uh, uh, Hank Pym. Uh, uses PIM particles to grow and shrink innovations in food science, uh, where you will be the taste testers, savoring hero-sized meals and tiny treats. Uh, and you do get to watch the food scientists at work in the kitchen lab. Uh, you'll be able to watch the growing and shrinking of a pretzel as it makes its way through a quantum tunnel uh, directly above and centered in front of the kitchen laboratory. Uh, and then they've got all sorts of uh, different breakfast options, um, Impossible Quantum Garden Breakfast, plant-based omelets. They've got the ever-expanding Cinnapim Toast, which is baked Pim particle bread and egg custard with cinnamon sugar topping. Uh, you know, breakfast is pretty standard. I'm looking forward to the lunch and the snacks. Uh, they have a not-so-little chicken sandwich, which is a fried chicken breast with teriyaki and red chili sauces with pickled, uh, pickled cabbage slaw on a brioche. Now, the awesome thing is that the brioche is super tiny, mm -hmm. and the chicken cutlet is, I don't know, like six times the size of the bun. Uh, so it looks it's, like... It's cute. Looks and like a fun looks meal. Really delicious. I really want that chicken cutlet right now. Right. Uh, they have multiple sizes of the pimini which is a play on the panini, which is a, a what, toasted sandwich? Yep. 
And uh, they come in servings for one, which is $14.99, a serving for, I think, four, which is $57.99, and then a larger one, which is, nine, uh, I think, $99.99. So there, we'll get into pricing a little later. Uh, so all sorts of just scientific inventions and cool stuff. Uh, they've also got the PIM testing lab, uh, which is where you can get craft beers and particle-infused mm-hmm. cocktail experiments. Uh, and then, of course, the aforementioned, uh, well, we mentioned it in a previous show, uh, the Shawarma Palace, which right. is a quick service lunch stand. Uh, I just think the drinks uh, are pretty cool looking. You know, we we happened to go to the cantina in Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge when we were in Orlando last month. No, yes. And uh, just amazing and very cool stuff that they're doing, you know, with like boba and dry ice, dry ice and really being experimental. Yeah. So, uh the, that's kind of what the uh, PIM tasting lab is going to be like Very as similar. Well. I see some boba in those drinks. Yep. So that's what we have to look forward to as far as eats go in Avengers Campus. Fabulous. Um, the Disneyland Resort is launching a new way to buy and schedule your park visits at the same time. Yeah, this is uh, ingenious for them uh, because you can buy your tickets and reserve your park days all in one transaction. Which you should have always – I mean – you should have always been able to do, but I understand that they were sort of retrofitting things to make them work uh, right. previously. So Right. Uh, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm not sure how it will work if you're booking a resort reservation, but if you're buying standalone tickets, it looks like you can book your park days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the complexity of, of having the tickets as part of a reservation package uh, are a little different beast, but it's, uh, it's a decent deal for those in California who are buying tickets. It just makes it easier and easier to explain to people. That just right. because you bought your ticket doesn't mean you actually have a spot. <laughs> you right. Know, just because you paid to go doesn't mean you actually get to go. Right. All right. Um, in Florida, cast members are getting a new name badge for the 50th anniversary. That's right. They're getting iridescent, iridescence name badges, which are uh, shimmering badges that have the 50th anniversary logo on them. They're uh, they're pretty sweet looking as far as name badges go. They are nice, and uh, those will be coming to the resort uh, very soon. Cool. Um, and then over at the Animal Kingdom, they welcomed a baby baby zebra out on the savanna. That's right, and it was like during operating hours, so a bunch of people who were out on Kilimanjaro safaris got to see a Hartsman Mountain zebra uh, give birth to a foal this morning. Uh, the estimated weight of the foal was 65 pounds. Uh, the healthy baby boy was standing within minutes of his birth. We watched a little video of it. It was uh, pretty cute. Um, it's awesome that, uh, you know, these guys just plop out and bang their standing. <laughs> uh, so mom Heidi has been staying close to, to the baby to bond and nurse. Uh, they will take the mom and baby off of uh, um, off of the savannah for a few weeks and then bring the baby back. Very interesting to know that the young zebra imprints on his mother's scent and memorizes the unique markings on her hind legs to tell her apart from others in the her in the herd in the herd. Cool. National Geographic is celebrating Dinomania. That's right, because this is Dino Month. Did you oh, know that? I did not. I believe uh, today is actually National Dino Day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there are a bunch of things to do on the National Geographic's web hub. Uh, for dinosaurs, they have downloadable posters, little predator games, personality quizzes to determine whether you're a carnivore or an herbivore, uh, a design a dino contest. Uh, let's see, what else do they have? 
they, you can also purchase Dinosaur Play Sand Kit and a Mega Fossil Dig Kit. So this uh, website is the central spot to go to if you want to celebrate dinosaurs. So you can go to netgeodinomania.com. Awesome. All right. And then um, we have the next video in the Designing the Disney Wish series. Yep. Another segment of, from our friends at Disney Cruise Line. Uh, and in this one, they talk about accommodations. Uh, they get into uh, some of the design of some of the 1,254 staterooms. Uh, they talk about uh, some of the amenities available in each, uh, as well as provide you with um, artist renderings of some of them. Very cool. Yeah. All right, now we're finally done with the Disney Parks blog stuff. Yes. You do not like the Disney Parks blog. I feel like a lot of the information is just repetitive, and it tends to be a bit of an advertisement. So, um, yeah, not my favorite place for, for news. Okay. But moving over to non-Disney Parks blog um, information, over in California, the Disneyland Resort now qualifies for a raise in capacity as of tomorrow. That is right. Beginning May 9th. Well, it's actually today by the time this gets released. Mm -hmm. But beginning May 19th, Disneyland, along with other theme parks in Orange County, are able to raise their capacity from 25% to 35%. Uh, that is because Orange County is advancing into the yellow reopening tier tomorrow. So as I mentioned, theme park capacity can go to uh, 35%. Uh, indoor capacity for buildings remains at 25%. However, indoor dining can go up from 25% to 50% capacity. All right. Well, that's good so news. So that is good news. And we talked about the PIM test kitchen. There is some pricing out for those items. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, so we talked about the PIM Nini uh, pricing, uh, some of the other pricing. You can get a quantum pretzel for $12.99. Uh, the Pimnini sandwich, $14.99, $57.99, and $99.99. That not-so-little chicken sandwich is going to cost you $15.99. Uh, they have a PB3 super sandwich for $12.99, a Caesar salad for $12.50. Um, they have a subatomic chicken sandwich for $9.99. The teeny Pimnini, which is $9.99. Uh, they have a series of kids' meals for $8 and $9. And let's see what they have as far as drinks go. Uh, soda is going to cost you $3.99. Novelty items, you can, of course, buy your glowing PIM particle capsule for $5.49. You can get a Pingo Doce soda can, which is enlarged, for $22.99. Um, and uh, let's see, beer is going to cost you $8.50. Mimosa, a beer mimosa for $12. Never Ew. heard of a beer mimosa. Uh, in the PIM, la PIM testing lab, they're going to have snack molecules for $7. Uh, and then your various... Uh, drinks will run you between 15 to $18. All right. Yeah. Let's go to Florida, where yes. they are reducing the physical distancing on Splash Mountain. They are. Um, oh, no, I just lost the story. Uh, they have gone to uh, increased capacity. So they used to seat one family or party per car. They are now seating multiple parties per ride vehicle as long as they can fit one empty row between them. Okay. So seems... our party of four will be traveling probably with another party in the back of the uh, of the log. Seems kind of unnecessary to leave a space. They're not doing that on most other rides. Well, that's what they're doing with uh, Splash Mountain. Interesting. 
All right. The pavement is being replaced in Tomorrowland. Yeah, big project for them is they've been replacing a lot of this pavement that was laid down as part of the new Tomorrowland in 1994. Uh, it is. It was called the Gear Pavement, and they're just replacing it with generic pavement. All right. You know, I'm a big fan of the generic pavement. Yeah, everybody loves generic pavement. Right. Um, and in Epcot. A large portion of the plaza is blocked off with mobile planters. Yeah, the plaza, as you walk past Morocco, Morocco is essentially one big plaza. Uh, They have a big fountain in the middle, and they have moved in the famed rolling planters uh, to cover most of the plaza entrance. There is a very small walkway, uh, you know, pretty much for the width of two or three people Mm -hmm. uh, so that guests can get to the rest of the Morocco pavilion. Okay. Uh, No word on what they're doing there. Um, that's the one that's, that's now owned by Disney that didn't used to be. Disney has taken over from the government of Morocco and, uh, you know, they usually use these mobile planters for short-term projects. Right. So they're not going to take the time to they're erect like power a construction They're washing lawn. the pavement right. or something. Right. Something simple. <laughs> okay. Um, the former gelati stand has been demolished. Yes. The former gelati stand, uh, which used to be on the left of the Italy pavilion as you are looking at it. Uh, is now nothing more than a wooden box uh, with some, uh, I guess, tarp. Uh, I guess that's a tarp or a uh, On the inside, it looks cloth. like they, they can make a temporary swimming pool over there. <laughs> they could, but that's just to cover up the utilities, the electrical line, the sewer, all the right. stuff that was there, and, and that will probably be removed, unless, of course, they decide to replace it with another kiosk for something else. Right, okay. In Animal Kingdom, um, the Cali River Rapids has changed its operating schedule. They have, and the according to the schedule operating schedule, which is available now through July, Cali River Rapids will open up every day at 9 a.m., which is one hour after the park opens. Okay. Very good. Um, in Disney Springs, Chicken Guy is going to be closed for two days. That's right. Chicken Guy will be closed today, May 19th, and tomorrow, May 20th. Uh, no word on why they're going to be closed. Um, but as we all know, they were going to be expanding into what used to be part of Planet Hollywood. So that very well could be, you know, the day that they're breaking through the wall or doing construction uh, to join uh, the current Chicken Guy space to the new space that used to be uh, Planet Hollywood. Okay. Um, In resort news, one-way entrances and exits are being removed from the resort shops. Yeah, and this is just noted under resorts because uh, the article happened to be written about the Polynesian, uh, Polynesian Village Resort, um, and it is rolling out to other uh, stores on property, and hopefully will be rolling out to things like the uh, Disney store as well. Yeah, that would be yeah. much nicer. Like, yeah, enough with the restrictions. We don't need to have any anymore. Right. Let us in whatever door we want and it, out whatever door we it's want. It's very much a pain to be at a door mm-hmm. only to find out that that's the exit door. And then you get to the next door and that's an exit door. And then you get to a door and that's the actual entrance. I mean, when you're talking about like World of Disney, if you walk up you know, to the first door, it could be... Like a quarter of a mile to the other door. Like it really is far. Well, don't forget that it's that one entrance, and then they make you go through that queue that mm-hmm. goes along the I know. basin there. I know. So it, I did it is it. a long walk. It was crazy. All right. Um, the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel may detour to other planets. That's right. Even though you're going to be on a, a leisurely cruise through the stars, there may be some interruptions. 
Um, but don't worry because you will see through your windows where you're headed. Um, so these unexpected circumstances could be an encounter with Kylo Ren or other complications along the journey. Uh, guests will be able to see planets uh, from the ship's window when the Halcyon makes a stop. So apparently there will be some uh, stops going on uh, outside of the excursion to Batu that will take place uh, on a shuttle. Right. Okay. Um, the Polly um, is taking down their informational signage that was in front of Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. That's right. Uh, also, the Galactic Star Cruiser has filed a permit for their signage. Um, but speaking of signage, as Cheryl mentioned, uh, some signage has been removed from Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. Uh, the sign is still on the door that says Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, but they have taken down the hours and the informational signage, which uh, relates to age restrictions. Okay. Uh, so no one knows why this is down. Um the bar is currently closed. Trader Sam, of course, is the headhunter from the Jungle Cruise. Trader Sam was recently removed from the Jungle Cruise. Um, he does have a shop that is going to be replacing where he was, a gift shop, the mm -hmm. Trader Sam gift shop. Um, but no one knows if Trader Sam's is being repurposed or renamed uh, because of cultural sensitivity or what they're going to do. So okay. um, it's been closed. Uh, it you know They did not close it because of this. It just hasn't opened yet. Okay. Um, in entertainment news, the trailer for Monsters at Work has been released. That's right. Uh, today on Twitter, Disney Plus revealed a new sneak peek at uh, Monsters at Work, which premieres on Disney Plus on July 2nd. Looking forward to it. Production has begun on Disenchanted, which I'm also looking forward to. Yes, Disenchanted production has uh, begun. They are over in Ireland. Um, this is going to debut exclusively on Disney Plus in 2022. Of course, Amy Adams is returning, um, as is Patrick Dempsey, uh, Adina Menzel. Composer Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz are back to write new songs for the musical. Um, joining the cast is uh, Maya Rudolph. She's going to be Malvina, the film's villain. Uh, and uh, that uh, that's that's where we are with that. Okay. Tell me what's coming to Disney Plus in June. Oh, there's so much coming to Disney Plus in June. We have uh, more episodes of High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two, which you have started watching. I have, yep. I watched the first season, which started out pretty good. All right. But definitely fizzled at the end. And oh, did so it? let's hope that they do better with uh, the sequel. Okay, they're doing Beauty and the Beast season two, isn't that what yes. I heard? Mm -hmm. All right. Um, we are getting, uh, let's see, on June 4th. We are getting Raya and the Last Dragon being removed from Premiere Access and will be just a regular uh, access, accessible movie. Uh, on June 9th, Wednesday, we get the first episode of Loki. We get on June 18th, uh, Luca, the latest Pixar film. And those are the big, uh, the big hitters. Okay. Just a bunch of Loki, still more Bad Batch, uh, Star Wars Bad Batch coming out. Um, and, you know, When Sharks Attack. That's that's seasons one through six. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Daisy Ridley may be coming back as Rey in an upcoming Star Wars project. That's right. Daisy Ridley, who portrayed Rey in the Star Wars trilogy between 2015 to 2019, is in talks to reprise her role. Um, no word on whether it's going to be a standalone 
thing for her, or maybe just, uh, you know, it could be a guest appearance mm-hmm. in any one of these Disney Plus shows. Right. Um, so more details to follow on that, hopefully. All right. Some sad news. Uh, Charles Grodin has passed away. That's right. Charles Grodin, who does have a couple of ties to Disney. Um, he did play uh, one of the villains in the Muppet movie. He also, I just lost my screen here. He also played a villain in the uh, Walt Disney World, uh, Muppets at Walt Disney World special from the wonderful world of Disney. And he portrayed the left brain in the old Cranium Command uh, attraction. Uh, he was 86 years old. Uh, he lived in Wilton, Connecticut, so right down right down the road from us. Yep. But he was also in movies like uh, Midnight Run, Heaven Can Wait, um, plenty, plenty others. Uh, the Lady in Red, uh, just off the top of my head. Um, so, oh, he's also in Dino De Laurentiis' King Kong in 1976-77. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, sad news for Mr. Grodin. All right. Too bad. Disney is holding auditions for Broadway and the touring versions of The Lion King. That's right. Disney Theatrical Productions is currently casting a few few roles for The Lion King. Uh, they are looking for future replacements for young Simba and, and young Nala uh, for both the Broadway and North American tour. The minimum weekly salary is $2,243, so not bad money. Okay. Uh, that's, you know, that's a hundred uh, and some odd grand a year. Yeah. Uh, for young Simba, they're looking for a male cub ages 9 to 12. Uh, of course, a natural young actor and singer. And for young Nala, they are looking for someone to play a female lion cub ages 9 to 12. Um, so if you are interested, uh, you can check that out. They encourage children of all cultural backgrounds to apply. Um, they are also talking about the fact that they will be seeking possible future replacements for both the Broadway and national touring companies of Aladdin. Uh, so if you are a singer or an actor or a dancer, uh, you can go to DisneyOnBroadway.com slash casting to see what the latest uh, openings are. Okay. Speaking of Broadway, um, we talked about that uh, the Aladdin is, and I think the Lion King, on the same date, right? They're opening? Lion King opens a day or two earlier. Okay. I know Aladdin is opening at the very end of... September. September. I'm in the wrong month here. Right? Okay. Yep. Um, and we did book tickets to go at the very beginning of October to go see it. It's a it's a good deal. Um, they are not charging any cancellation fees, nor are they charging the Ticketmaster fees. Well, Disney is paying the Ticketmaster fees. Right. Well, right. whatever. They're not passing it along to the consumer. Exactly. So the price um, that you see is the price that you pay, which is uh, pretty nice. A lot of the seats were available for $58 a seat. So there was more of a selection for that $58 if you went um, for like a matinee or for during the week, um, a lot less on a Saturday evening or a Friday evening. But if you wanted to see either of those, I would say now's a really good time to buy tickets for those. Right. And I think they have an option where you can buy a ticket to each of them for $147 and that's the combined price. Right. But it's probably like a Tuesday, you know. Yeah. And I'm, like I said, well, maybe the Lion King is more expensive, but the Aladdin tickets were like $57.50 for the mm-hmm. least expensive ones. So um, unless the Lion King was a lot more, I'm not sure that you're necessarily okay. getting a bargain. Right. I think it's just the price to buy, too. And, and they do have one option where you can purchase the tickets and then choose your date at a later time. Oh, they do? They do. Okay. 
That's neat. Yeah. Okay. Moving away from Broadway, the 2021-2022 fall schedule has been released for ABC. That's right. Here's what we have coming up on ABC television. Monday nights, 8 o'clock, Dancing with the Stars, 10 p.m., The Good Doctor. Tuesday night, The Bachelorette at 8 and Queens at 10, which is a new show. Uh, Wednesday nights, we have The Goldbergs at 8, followed by a reboot of The Wonder Years, where they will be following an African-American family in Alabama uh, during the 1960s. 9 o'clock, The Connors. 9.30 is returning comedy home economics at a new time. And then at 10 p.m., A Million Little Things. On Thursday nights at 8 p.m., we have Station 19, followed at 9 p.m. by Grey's Anatomy, and 10 p.m., Big Sky, which moves to Thursday. Friday nights are Shark Tank at 8, followed by a two-hour version of 2020 at 9 p.m. Saturday nights at 8 p.m. are going to be Saturday Night Football. And Sunday nights are going to be America's Funniest Home Videos at 7 p.m. Celebrity Wheel of Fortune moves to Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Supermarket Sweep moves to Sunday nights at 9 p.m., and The Rookie finishes up the week at 10 p.m. All right. That's hardly any shows. Why? That's Some nights, that's only two shows. Yeah, I guess. It, what happened to like half-hour comedies? That's that's all gone. Everything's no, like one-hour and two-hour shows. I mean, you, you got the Goldbergs in there and You got the one, night of, one night of comedies. That's like four shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're not as big anymore. It's, it's funny how the, tastes have changed. It's all the dramas. And eh, it'll right? come back around again. I'm sure. All right, in um, Universal News, the Barney area is being replaced with DreamWorks Destination Character Experience. That's right. DreamWorks Destination Character Experience is going to be an area in the park uh, where you can frolic and do photo opportunities with uh, a lot of the DreamWorks Animations film franchises like Trolls, Madagascar, Kung Fu, Panda, and more. Um, It's going to be a bright, colorful party atmosphere where guests can connect with their favorite characters, grab some fun photos, and join them for an epic dance party. Woo! Sounds fun. Uh, And I see you dancing in your chair. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fievel's Playground has reopened. That's fun. That's right. Fievel's Playland has reopened. Uh, That's a larger-than-life play area based on an American tale, and Fievel goes west, and it allows you to see the world at a mouse's eye view. Um, Hand sanitizer all over the place, a little bit of social distancing. Uh, Enclosed slides are currently closed, but outdoor slides are uh, available. Uh, Bounce house is open. Um, ball pit is closed. So, you know, it's hit and miss, but it's still better than nothing. Right. Uh, the Fievel water slide is open and masks are required to ride. Okay. Uh, the Orange County, Florida um, government has stated that uh, people can remove their indoor mask mandate. That's right. Um, Orange County, Florida now qualifies for phase three of Mayor Jerry Deming's reopening plan, which would lift all of the mask mandates uh, that remain, which are currently indoors. Phase three can begin when 70% of the population over age 16 has received their first dose of the vaccine and or Orange County's 14-day rolling positivity rate is at 5% or lower. Um, 5% is high. (laughs) How are they not at that? They are right now at 4.4%. Right, okay. So, so that, long, is, that is their... That's their, why they were able to... Right, that's why they're able to okay. do that. Because I think Connecticut's at like one and a half. Right. Don't know what their uh, vaccination level is yet. Right. So they're okay. basing this purely on the rolling positivity rate. So I don't want to seem dumb here, but Orange County, that's where Disney World is located. Partially, yes. Most of it. So it seems that if Disney World wanted 
to completely do away with masks, whether indoors or outdoors or anywhere else, that they now have that option. Correct. Okay. Although because they are private entities, uh, they are not they are not required to follow uh, the county's mandate. I they honestly can still don't make their think, own. Role. I mean, I think that's the that's the deal anywhere. Right. I mean, it's not just in, in Florida. Yeah. Correct. But I mean, the the fact that there's been permission given. I mean, the last when there was permission given for people to not have to wear masks outdoors, it didn't take very long before. <laughs> Right, Disney. everybody changed their I mean, channel. it was what, like a day? Right. So I'm just wondering, I mean, really, the masks could be completely gone by the time we go in three days. In theory, yes. Yeah. All right. Um, Carnival Cruise Line is bringing their newest ship, Mardi Gras, to Port Canaveral on June 4th. That's right. Uh, this is the newest and largest ship in the Carnival Cruise fleet. It is going to be leaving Barcelona on May 21st to make their transatlantic voyage. It will arrive in Florida on June 4th. The Mardi Gras is 1,130 feet long. Uh, it is a 5,282 passenger capacity that is based on double occupancy. Um, it's going to be doing year-round sailings of seven nights, alternating Eastern and web- Western Caribbean itineraries out of the port's new cruise terminal three. Uh, they still have to wait for the CDC approval to begin sailing. Um, right now, Carnival is going to be sailing out of the Miami and out of Miami and Galveston. Um, the ship was recently, uh, it changed its registry from uh, Panama to the Bahamas. Uh, it is the first ship that is going to be powered by liquefied natural gas in a North American port. Uh, that is what the Disney wish is. Uh, liquefied natural gas is the biggest uh, change in the cruise industry in the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Um, so they have a new liquefied natural gas fueling uh, facility at the port. Uh, which, of course, required the Port Canaveral to purchase a new fireboat and go through additional training uh, because of it. Uh, so the Mardi Gras was supposed to have debuted in 2020, but of course, COVID put all of that off. One of the most notable features on the ship is an 800-foot-long roller coaster called Bolt, the ultimate sea coaster. Um, so the ship has six neighborhoods, Grand Central, French Quarter, La Piazza, Summer Landing, Lido, and the Ultimate P- Playground. Uh, they're going to have dining options like Emeril's Bistro 1396, which is Chef Emeril Lagasse's first stab uh, at uh, cruise ship dining. They're also going to have Guy's Pig and Anchor Smokehouse Brewhouse from Guy Fieri, as well as his Guy's Burger Joint. Um, and uh, that's about it. The ship has more than 2,600 staterooms and 180 suites across 11 categories. So... Uh, Carnival bringing a little competition to Disney in Port Canaveral. All right. But cruising is a big industry and there's room for plenty of players. There sure is. I don't know. Every time I try to get on a cruise, the prices are high and the uh, staterooms are full. So Exactly. All right. Well, that's about it. So until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.